so excited to be here with you today. This is Christina Williams from A Woman's Perspective. And this evening, we have a very special guest. We have Miss Ashley Monique Harper, which is um, one of the characters in the Oval. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about who she is and what she's doing. But I'm very excited to um, to have her and welcome her to the Primetime Power Show this evening. Hi, Ashley. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It is our pleasure to have you this evening. So we're gonna we don't have that much time, and I want to cover a whole bunch of stuff in a little <laughs> bit of time. Especially uh, those people that have watched the Oval. Um, I want to. Uh, we're going to go into that, but we just don't want to um, just go into that. Um, if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. It comes on Wednesday night, 9 p.m. on BET. So we're not going to go from the beginning to now because so much happened last night. We're going to go into last night. But before we do that, Ashley, tell us a little bit about yourself. Me personally or my character? Well, you personally, because I'm going to ask you um, how does that coincide with each other? Does your character have any kind, any of the characteristics of Ashley? Oh, okay. Almost all of them. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know, I grew up South Jersey, Philly, and I live in LA. I've been in LA for 10 years. I've been acting. I've been in the entertainment industry for 20 years, which sounds crazy to say, but that's, that's what I'm into. I play tennis on the side and I'm just going after my dreams. And the other thing is that she's my niece. So yeah. I want everybody to know that I am so very, very proud of you as our whole family is. Um, Thank you. So I'm just glad that you took time. So listen, so on the Oval, you play a young lady named Jean Peterson? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And she's such a little warm um, <laughs> in the beginning, right? That puts her into stuff. But do me a favor. Can you just give us a little um, a scenario of what happened uh, last night as, as well, I guess we, maybe we need to go back uh, last week when the, when um, the incident happened that's going to make this this week so suspenseful just from the time of the the elevator stuff so as you said i'm gene peterson i'm a 28 year old maid in the white house i got the job because my aunt worked there and i just kind of mind my business i go to work and i want to come home i keep finding stuff out so i keep getting into more trouble basically so last week's episode i just was trying to do the laundry and apparently the president's mistress was killed and beheaded at that. So in the laundry basket, I see her head. And obviously, this is the White House, so I shouldn't see stuff like that. So I'm kind of a liability at this point. And so anything that happens after that is fair game. Right. And so <laughs> and, and, and so with that, uh, um, the head, and it was cleaned up, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And yep. the person was on their way out. Uh, mm-hmm. Called their self uh, disposing of the stuff. In the meantime, you come off the elevator and you see him. Um, and so because of that, there was some roughness that went on with you that kind of got me a little upset. <laughs> and, and, you know, you have to take that personal stuff out of the, the, the character. Yeah. Um, but the but the gentleman, uh, the Secret Service uh, person, I believe his name is uh, Kyle. Yes. So Kyle does something to um, 
you, Jean, mm -hmm. um, there in terms of, you know, trying to calm you down and trying to convince you that that's not what you saw and so forth and so on. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, so I see that he, he's trying to prevent me from seeing it in general, but I'm the maid and I can't figure out why this Secret Service guy wouldn't want anything to do with the laundry cart. And I'm just trying to take it from him to do my job and he's not allowing that. And where I should have minded my business was right there. But instead, I saw what I thought was blood and I pulled back a sheet and that is in fact what it was, a blood attached to a head. And so I scream. He pushes me against the wall, puts his hand over my mouth, trying to get me to calm down, and then basically makes me go clean up the rest of the blood that's in the White House. I mean, that's in the uh, president's quarters. Yes. And so now we come to today. Mm -hmm. We come to Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And it opens up with you. Yes. <laughs> well, what was going on then? <laughs> Same. I mean, I'm really just... I'm really just trying to figure out what's going on without getting in trouble at the same time. And I, I, I don't know who I can talk to. I have no idea who I can trust. As you know, my supervisor and I are very close to Scylla. She plays the basically the head of all of the housekeepers and that kind of stuff, like a house estate manager type for the White House. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's who I would obviously naturally want to tell, but I can't do that. So I'm just kind of trying to figure it out. So he's basically telling me, calm down, go back to work, go clean it up. I go clean it up. One of our older housekeepers is there asking me nine million questions, and I'm just trying to get her out of the room. And she's like, oh, I offended you. And I said, you didn't offend me, but please get out of here. And so that's kind of how that went. And then I was trying to get out before the first lady comes in. The first lady comes in and sees me, and that's just a whole other thing. It's just Jean just can't catch a break. The, the first lady is just says, get out. It's like, I would love nothing more than to get out of here. Ma'am, <laughs> but thanks so you know i kind of just head out and from there it's just who knows what's going to happen next you don't see that and then they forget that you saw it they know so jean is basically just waiting for what comes to her so the the other thing that 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 the relationships with jean um that jean has with the uh the president's daughter and then the president's son mm. and so uh, right now uh, i know you had some um Something everybody had something, um, some bad experiences with the daughter. But I want to, um, Jason mm -hmm. seems to be obsessed with you. Yeah, that's the thing. The other thing is that I'm I'm 28, but I look super young, and so I think that just makes him gravitate towards me more. And his obsession would be there, maybe healthy or not. It just happens to be unhealthy. Wow. And so, and so, were you assigned uh, to have the relationship with Gail, which is the daughter? Were you assigned to be her, um, her mate? Yes. Mm -hmm. From the very beginning, even in the first episode, it's, they do an introduction. They say, this is Jean. She'll be helping you. And, you know, I sh I'm the one that shows her to her room. I don't know if you remember, that was the beginning of uh, this season, which actually aired last fall. But I show her to her room which is where she ultimately accuses Barry of raping her, which didn't happen. And yeah. Right. And Barry is the, the butler's son. Correct. Richard. I'm doing good. Huh? You are, you are, you are. <laughs> Thank you so most much. Shows, most shows have like five people as the main cast. We have our main cast is probably 17 deep. Or at least, at the very least, it's 12. But overall, we I mean, we have about 25 people that you have to remember. 
So you're doing well. Oh, thank you so much. So, <laughs> so, so let me ask you. Let me ask you this. So, so every every time, do you guys do the whole series in one, like in one setting, or do you keep coming back, or um, on like every episode? Huh? On every on every production, you do it at once. Okay. The difference with the difference with a Tyler Perry production is he does it much quicker. So it might take a week to film an episode, but the way he shoots it, he might get done three episodes in a week. And ultimately, we did twenty five episodes in, I think, eighteen days. Wow. Yeah. So you just gotta come, be prepared, know your lines, know your emotion. And do your job. Wow. And so, the, and so, you know, everybody talked about um, the whole thing. And I understand that uh, on your interview last night, you talked about how big the uh, is the actual replica of the White House and how big it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, do you get lost in that set, or do you see, like, if you see one thing going on, I mean, you know, like they're uh, filming one. Mm-hmm. episode that is everybody there to see it or do you not have to show up on Tuesday because you're not in it until oh yeah no I mean that would that would just be chaos to have everybody on the set all the time it yeah. would be chaos so you know if there's there you know Tyler's a great director so if you want to shadow him people have shadowed him uh if you you know you just want to see what's going on every now and then you can possibly go but you're not just randomly hanging out on set you can hang out on the the lot as a whole, yeah. but you're not going to be right outside the door of the president's room while they're filming. You know, it's not a hangout. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a very focused environment. It's fun and easy going, but very focused. And the White House itself is, you know, it's separated just like the real White House. I had the pleasure and honor of going to the White House back when the Obamas were there. So like I need yeah. to specify, I, need, I had, I feel like I need to specify when the Obamas were there. <laughs> so that nobody, <laughs> so that none of the listeners think I was hanging out with Trump. But while the Obamas were there, you know, I went to a Halloween party and I went to some other things and you really go where you're going and you don't see anything else. <laughs> okay. So, you know, if they have you in the East Wing or whatever wing we were in, we were in that wing and we went out that door. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's it's similar to that on set. You don't need to be in every room. You're not, you know, but it is. I think it's I've heard a couple of different things. I'm not sure, but it's 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 over 60 percent to scale of the White House. I've heard it's 96 percent exactly the same size. I've heard it's 70 percent. But either way, it is literally an exact replica. Wow. So. Let's get back to the show. That, that, that was really good. But let me let me ask you something. Barry mm-hmm. is uh, one of the complicated characters uh, on the show to me. That's, um, one of or the most complicated? He is the most complicated because personally, I, so from the, huh? I was saying, yeah, personally, he's the most complicated, I think. Other people have complicated storylines and situations, but he himself is just a complex complicated character oh wow so so right well so maybe that's why he plays this so no so, no I, yeah i'm not talking about vaughn the character i mean the actor's name is vaughn i i'm talking about barry, barry the character yes yes so so barry um was such an innocent gentleman when uh the first episode yes the second episode and now he is 
um, he he shot his father. Uh, it wasn't intentional, but he shot his father. He shot someone before his father. He um, he's in this complicated. They stole his daughter. The uh, the uh, cult stole his daughter, and he has a, he's having this turbulent relationship with his girlfriend and then his girlfriend gets involved with this guy that owns a pharmacy where she works and mm -hmm. so it tonight I mean last night mm -hmm. Barry goes to the pharmacy to apologize so that he could uh, he had just gotten out of jail so that he would his charges would be dropped correct and he drives up and he sees his <laughs> girlfriend <laughs> And the uh, owner of the uh, the pharmacy, Kareem, um, intimate. Yes. And so he drives the whole truck, <laughs> the whole truck. He don't get out and just storms in. He drives the whole truck into the pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Almost no. falls trying to get to Kareem. Yes. <laughs> and gets to Kareem. And they tussle. Kareem has a, a a gun, and they tussle and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then his father is shot in the chest. Yeah. And so and, and so well, and, and I guess I, I guess I don't know if it looks like that Barry won't be around very long because I'm not quite sure how he's going to get out of this. In the meantime, his girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not quite sure where she is with her head, but just tell us a little bit about um, Barry's history. Barry's a really good kid. Barry has his girlfriend. He was, uh, he had his first girlfriend. I think, I believe she was a childhood girlfriend. Her name was Ruth. Mm -hmm. She actually, you know, they broke up. She got into some things that were a little unfavorable. She got, she became part of this cult. The cult likes to have children. In order to move up in the cult, she takes the child and she needs to bring him to the highest, which is the leader of their cult. That's what they call him. And so she wanted to bring her daughter to the highest. And so she stole the daughter. Her and some other cult members stole the daughter. So that was his first problem. Other than that, he was a normal kid that lived at his parents' house, had a daughter, lived at his, his parents' house with his daughter and his girlfriend, living a normal life. And it's just from the beginning of the series, his life just continues to take a tumultuous turn. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh my God, can he catch a break? <laughs> I mean, he, he can, but he he's also his he's a, he's a hothead, right? So the things that are happening to him are not his fault, but he also is not handling well. The reason why he even needs to go to the pharmacy is because he got into a physical altercation with. Kareem, the pharmacy owner, already. So that, like you said, he's going there to ask him to drop the charges, which he doesn't really want to do. Right. So for him to see Kareem and Sharon together, and you have to remember, I don't know if you noticed this, but Kareem is actually Sharon's ex. So this is not just some new relationship. That's her ex-boyfriend. Oh! No, yeah, so no, they, no, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so they have a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He has, yeah. a girl, he has a girlfriend, she has a boyfriend, but he still loves her and he makes advances every day. She's been minding her business and not receiving his advances but every day Barry is yelling at her for something different because he's so upset that his daughter's gone and this is going wrong and that so he's really pushing her into the arms of Kareem wow well right here we're going to take a break and then um and then we're going to come back and we're going to go over some other just a little bit of other stuff how about that okay sounds good 
Hey, Derek? Yes, we'll be right back on the Primetime Power Show, live on Primetime Power Radio. Welcome back. Thank you for hanging in there with us. This is Christina, yours truly, on um, our segment from a woman's perspective, interviewing with Miss Ashley Monique Harper. And so this is this, almost the end, which I hated to be almost the end of our segment. I want, um, I want to tell you a little bit uh, about the Oval, and then I'm going to leave the closing remarks and stuff to Ashley. But um, the Oval, if you don't know, takes place in the White House. There's a president, a first lady, a son, and a daughter. Um, there's also a mother-in-law that is involved, the chief of staff, a couple service, secret service people, um, a ex-butler that is not there now and his family. And that's it just navigates uh, through those, uh, the difficult things that they um, go through. I haven't seen any great things, any funny things or any of that yet. <laughs> I've just seen all this um, thing. I probably need to take something after I watch the show. Don't go to bed after you watch it because you can put yourself right into those situations. <laughs> so, Ashley, um, just let us know a little bit about um, the whole o- Oval uh, production. Is it, How long is the, uh, the episodes going to air? and um and things like that well uh we are still in the first season a lot of people think we're in the second season because we had quite a bit of a hiatus we went off the air in january and we just came back on may 6th so this is there are about 10 episodes left in this season and season two starts filming in july in atlanta so we're looking good wow so when you go to atlanta how long you stay there i'm not sure you know things are a lot different this time around with Mm -hmm. covid19 so a lot of different precautions have been put into place. So we'll see. I, I imagine things are going to keep changing. You know, do you guys stay on to... the set? I mean, do you stay, you know, on his, on that property? I believe, I believe that's what's going to happen this time. Normally okay. you don't. Normally you, you do whatever you do. You hotel or an a apartment, Airbnb, just whatever you want to do. Because mm-hmm. of the virus and all of that there's a chance that, you know, you, know, you yeah. got to keep getting tested. There's no point in getting tested and then going back out and to live a normal life and then coming back in because then the test is irrelevant. So there are definitely certain precautions that he's going to take. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, so I don't want to be the one to say exactly what's going to happen and it not. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so when does it air? It airs on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on BET. Wow. Yep. Tyler Perry's The Oval. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited about um, the whole show. I'm, I'm excited about your career. Um, I know you've been at this for a while. Um, and so I'm certainly glad um, and feel blessed that you are uh, part of my family and my mm. only and my only niece. That's a fact. Um, she's my sister's daughter (laughs) and um and and i'm just excited to see how you have bloomed and how you have uh stuck in there and and, uh, even through the highs and the lows of being in la all by yourself uh with no family members there so i'm certainly glad but listen ashley is no uh, amateur in terms of traveling and 
staying by herself even when she was young and she went to she'd go to New York and from New York <laughs> to this place and go to school here and go to school there. So I'm just proud of you and and um and I'm sure the whole family is proud of you and so is the um primetime power show family are uh, very proud of you to see. I know most people thought you were a lot younger <laughs> than you are because you look like a little girl. Um <sighs> Um, playing this and even in real life. So I thank you so much, Ashley, for, for accepting the invitation to come in uh, world. I want to introduce you to um, the new, uh, she's probably the Academy Award winner. Is that what you do with film? Yes. she'll probably have the next academy award in a supporting role but i'm sure that with all the things that um that mr perry um produces that this won't be your last um your last uh uh involvement with some of his projects so i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to the rest of the season and i'm looking forward to seeing you i'm not even going to ask you when you're going to come home but um, Ashley is, um, before we go, I just want to let you know that Ashley is a, uh, a very, very uh, good tennis player. Yes. So yes. that was going to be her first career. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and went to school on that. So I appreciate you. And we're going to leave you now, unfortunately, <laughs> um, and go uh, back to our next segment. Is it anything that you want to tell your fans and our listeners before you go? Just thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for watching the show every week. And thanks for being excited about it. I really appreciate that. I appreciate the kind words. I'll definitely from your mouth to God's ears about that. Academy Award. <laughs> and I'll come back and talk about it when I do. And that's it. The Oval comes on Wednesday nights on BT at 9 p.m. Good. I'll talk to you real soon, okay? Okay. Thank you. Okay.